wake up today to be average. So why are we living that way? I truly do believe that God wants us to be wealthy. God desires for us to live our best You can have everything that you want in this life. You can have the money, the family, the marriage, the business, the car, whatever it is that you want. You can have it. Wealth is your birthright. You deserve to be wealthy. These are the secrets of a money mogul, the keys to living an abundant life. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, everyone. Um, it's your girl, Jaleesa Ann, and I am here with another episode. Welcome to episode five of the Secrets of a Money Mogul podcast. Um, I'm your girl, Jaleesa Ann, founder and CEO of My Money Mogul, and I'm on a mission to help one million women reach financial freedom. And I am just so thankful that you have taken the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I know that God has placed you here in this moment, listening to this track for a reason. And I pray that it is life-changing and transformative for you and for the people in your life that you choose to share it with. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Before we get started, I just want to do a couple of announcements, kind of house cleaning kind of things, just some things that I want to just touch on real quick. Um, First of all, thank you all for your feedback on the last episode, God Wants Me to Be Wealthy, y'all. I was so not sure about putting out that episode because I just, I don't know, I just, sometimes, you know, fear can really take hold of you. And I think when, when starting this podcast and putting this content out there, I knew that it was something that I wanted to be consistent with. I knew that it was something that I wanted to be vulnerable and I knew it was something that I wanted to um, really give life changing content because I know that before you can change your money, before you can change um, anything, you have to change your life. You have to change your habits. You have to change who you are. So when it comes to wanting to become a millionaire or have a million dollars or acquire a million dollars, um, you have to first become a millionaire. You first, you first have to have the habits of a millionaire. You have to become that type of person. So I know that when it comes to living an abundant life and the things that I teach my clients and the things that I'm teaching you guys on this podcast, it is about, you know, becoming a whole woman. It's about nurturing and uh, catering to every aspect of your life and not just the money aspect and not just the health aspect and not just the mindset aspect, but all of it, all of it encompassing. And with that being said, it is time uh, for the Secrets of a Money Mogul podcast to start welcoming guests, y'all. I'm so excited to introduce y'all to some amazing women in my network, some amazing women who have um, helped me personally, professionally in my relationships and, and in my walk with God and in so many different areas of my life and to have them come on this podcast, come on this platform and pour into you guys the same way that they have poured into me. And I am just so excited uh, to all the women who have already agreed to be on the podcast, even though I haven't sent out my formal invites to everybody, but um, I'm excited for what's what's to come. Next 
Y'all, last episode, I talked about the seven-day prayer challenge. Since I have put it out there, I have spoken it. (laughs) I cannot fall back on it now, even though as soon as I said it out of my mouth, and I said it several times on last week's episode, if y'all have not listened to it, go check it out. God Wants Me to Be Wealthy dropped so many gems in that episode. That episode literally came straight from my heart. So um, go check it out if you haven't listened to it. But if you haven't listened to it, I talked about um, a seven-day prayer challenge that God placed on my heart where we will be praying for prosperity in our lives, praying for wealth in our lives, and praying over God's promises that he's already promised to us. So uh, giving us a firm foundation to stand on um, you know, when we're asking for wealth, when we're asking for abundance, when we're asking for these things in our life, being able to say, you know, God, you've already promised me this, <laughs> you know, this isn't far-fetched that I'm asking this from you. I'm, you know, and being able to, to hear clearly what we're, what we are to do in order to seek that wealth and seek that abundance. So thank you to all of you who have already signed up. Um, since you've signed up, you're interested and I'm doing it no matter what, like I've told y'all, uh, this prayer challenge is also for me. It's something God placed on my heart, but it's for me also, um, so that I can stand firm in God's promises. Also, if you want to sign up, it's, uh, mymoneymogul.com slash pray, mymoneymogul.com slash pray. That will all be in the show notes. Um, But yeah, I think that's about it for my housekeeping notes, and um, I want to go ahead and get into today's episode. Um, This topic is very near and dear to my heart because let's first start with a story. Um, So for the last, what would I say, the last year and a half, I think in my business, I've been kind of struggling to kind of stay afloat, to kind of stay consistent, to kind of um, really find what it is, what lane I want to be in. Um, Because I am one of those people who I suffer from shiny object syndrome. So I'm definitely the person that's like, ooh, that looks nice. Let me go try that out. Ooh, you know, um, they say webinars is where it's at. Let me go try that out. Ooh, you know, um, I heard that coaching is where it's at. So let me go try that out. And I really feel like my first couple of years in business, I was kind of like bouncing from thing to thing to thing. And I wasn't really sure about what it was that I wanted to, to do really what I wanted to really, I knew that I wanted to help people reach financial freedom. Um, but when it came to talking about money, I really feel like I got put in this box that I was never meant to be in. Um, so I've been going back through a lot of my old content and a lot of the stuff that I started out with. And I know that one of the things that I've always focused on that has always been my main focus is mindset. Because if you do not change your mindset, I can give you all the habits. I can give you all the strategy. I can give you the best coaching in the world. Um, But you're not going to (laughs) change. Nothing's going to change because your mindset is, 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 is not right. And it's funny because I've heard some people refer to it as like a toolbox. Like if you've got a leak in your toolbox, you know, if you got a leak in your bucket, which is your mind, you can put all the information that you want in there and it's just going to be leaking out. Like you're not going to 
retain that water. Um, so let me think where I was going with this story. So I've been bouncing around trying to find something in my business. And I I think podcasting is definitely that for me. I'm so thankful that I've been consistent. I've been putting out episodes regularly every Thursday. I got something new dropping for y'all soon where we're going to be doing um, two episodes a week. So I'm excited about that. Um, But um, bouncing around with my business and just trying to like really find clarity. And I've fallen down quite a few times. I've failed quite a few times. And so today on my heart, you know, I really want to talk about five ways to get back up after you fall, five ways to keep moving forward after you've had a failure. Um, And this could be a public failure. This could be a private failure. This could be a failure in your relationship. It could be a failure in your career. Maybe you took a step back to take care of your family or take care of a family member. Um, But it's just like getting back into it, right? Because I feel like there's so much shame in getting back into it. You know, I disappeared off the internet for a little while because I just was like, I need to figure this out. Like, I'm just doing too much. I'm over here. I'm over there. I'm over here. I'm over there. Like, I can't figure out where exactly I need to be. And um, it happened at a time when I was pregnant. And I think I talked about this on some earlier episodes about just wanting to spend time with my family and just wanting to kind of like nurture that part of my life because I'm a true believer, firm, firm, firm believer in having abundance in every area of your life. Like not just being like, oh yeah, I have this bomb business and it's making all this money, but my relationships are crap. You know, my friendships are crap. My relationships with my family is, is crap. Like that's not me. Like I've always wanted to have it all, have an amazing marriage, have an amazing relationship with my, with my kids, um, which I didn't have kids then, but now I have a daughter. (laughs) Um, So all about having abundance in all these areas of my life. And when we fall down, when we have a failure, especially if it's public, um, it can be very hard to get back up. Um, It can be very hard to just stand firm in what we truly believe in. So today we're going to talk about five ways that you can get back up after a fall. And whatever you're going through right now, I just want to like, I don't know who I'm talking to on the other end of this line because I don't know who's listening to this podcast, Um, but I just, I pray that it reaches the right person because I know that there's somebody out there that's dealing with something heavy that's been weighing on them. You know, it might, whatever situation it is, I just want you to know that this isn't, you know, this situation is temporary. What you're going through right now is not the end. You know, it is literally you know, it's a product of your previous decisions. It's a product of what happened to you previously, but at any given point in your life, and I tell you guys this all the time, at any given point in your life, you can decide to change. You can decide to make different choices, different habits. Things can change for you. So know that what you're going through right now, it's not the end and things will change and things will get better. But what do you do? What do you do when you fall down? What are the five ways that you can get back up? So let me just go ahead and get get to number one because y'all know me. I can just 
keep going on and on and on. Um, but the first way for you to get back up after you fall is to stop dwelling on the circumstance. Stop dwelling on the circumstance. Um, one example that I'm going to use is um, I talk a lot about my layoff because that was like a huge transition in my life. That was a huge turning point in my life. Um, and that was probably one of one of the biggest falls. I don't know. Maybe this last year in business might be my biggest fall. So we'll we'll use that as an example, actually. So for me, when I almost quit my business, um, it would have been easy for me to dwell on the circumstance. Like, I really feel like what I was hearing, what was going on in my head was just like, oh, well, you've, you've already quit. So you might as well just continue. Like why show back up? Why have to explain to people what happened? Why, why even start anything new? Why start a podcast when you can't be consistent in the things that you're already doing? You know, like all these voices of the enemy, um, just playing out in my head. And if I dwelled on the fact, if I dwelled on, you know, I can't go back and change what happened. I can't go back and re-show up. I can't go back and and redo my start to the start to my business. I can't I can't change anything about that. And even when I got laid off, there was nothing that I can do to change that. The fact was the fact. The company was closing that department. They were they were getting rid of my position. There was nothing that I could do. Right? But sometimes when we are going through something, all we can see is that circumstance. All we can see is what's currently in front of us. And you can't change the past. You can't change the past. Only thing that you can change is the future. And I think it's Jim Rohn who says this best when he says, don't pray. Um, what does he say? Don't pray for, um, don't pray, don't pray for better wins set the right sail or something like that. I'm probably messing up that quote, but y'all get what I'm saying. Like you don't get to choose the weather. You don't get to wake up on a Monday morning and say, it's Monday. I want it to be Sunday and sunny and 85. You don't get to do that. What you get to do, what you can change is your attitude towards things and your actions. That's all you have control over t- You only have control over you. You don't have control over the weather. You don't have control over the people in your life, even your significant other. You don't have control over them. So stop dwelling on the circumstance. Stop looking at the circumstance. And what happens when we dwell on the circumstance is that we make that situation, we make that layoff, we make that failed business move, we make that situation bigger bigger than it has to be, bigger than us and bigger than God, right? We make that situation so huge and we give it power when we're constantly dwelling on the situation. Well, what can we do? You know, don't dwell on the situation. All we have to do is be able to look at it, learn the lesson from it and move forward. So the lessons that I've learned is that I don't want to hustle. I don't want to grind. Um, <laughs> when it comes to business, I want to be able to focus on one thing. I don't want to create 5 million products. Like, y'all, right now, I think in my product library, I have like over 24, 24 different courses and webinars and things that I've that I've taught, that I've done, lessons that I've given. 
um, that are just like archived somewhere because they're not necessarily aligned with the new mission that I'm moving forward with. And what I've learned from that situation is that I need to be laser focused on what it is that I want to do, who it is that I want to help, how I can help them, and what tools and resources I can give them. And that's it. I don't need to be blinded by this shiny object syndrome over here. I don't need to be blinded by um, what such and such is doing and maybe thinking that I need to be doing the same thing. Like, I don't need to be making any of my past situations bigger than they currently are. I don't need to keep dwelling on the circumstance, uh, dwelling on the past. I need to find the lesson in it and move on. And so do you. So the first way that you can get back up after a fall is to stop dwelling on the circumstance. Learn the lesson and move forward from that. Remember, you can't change the past. You can only change the future. And the only thing that you have control over is yourself. So the second way that you can get back back up after a fall is know what you are capable of. Know that everything that you need is already in you. Everything you need to defeat this situation, everything you need to overcome this obstacle is already in you. Uh, When I got laid off, like y'all, I remember I got that call and I called my mom and I was like bawling crying because I've told this story so many times, but when I got laid off, I knew at that moment I was one paycheck away from homelessness and I did not know what I was going to do. But I could not, I could not wallow in my own sorrow. I could not sit there and cry on the phone with my mom. I had to do step number one, which was to stop dwelling on the circumstance and accept the fact that, hey, this is what it is. I'm either going to find another job or I'm going to do something else to create revenue, right? I'm going to do something else to create income. But everything that I needed to take either one of those actions was already in me. I was already capable of finding another highly qualified position. I was already capable of starting my business. I already knew most of the things that I am teaching, or at least part of it, um, I already knew. I already had the skill set. So... Everything that you need, God has already equipped you with. Sometimes we're asking God for money. Sometimes we're asking God for clarity. And sometimes he's telling us to use our gifts. Y'all, I have a friend that is so talented. Like I tell her all the time, like, girl, you have more talent in your baby toe than I have in my whole body. (laughs) Like you are just so gifted and so talented And if you knew what you were capable of, the things that you would accomplish in life. But I just don't feel that she believes in herself. I don't feel that she believes in her 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 um, ability to create wealth for her and her family. I don't believe that she believes in in her gifts that God's given her. And I don't think that she believes that she should be paid for those gifts. That's that's and that's a problem. Like, I really want female entrepreneurs, especially, but women in general, especially um, corporate women, too. Like, I want women to stop playing it small, stop playing it small and begin to ask for what we are worth. You know, there is a statistic 
that says uh, men apply for jobs that they feel that they are 60% qualified for. Whereas women feel that they have to be 100% qualified. And it's like we we um, get upset that we don't have a seat at the table, but we didn't even ask for the seat. Some of us didn't even ask for the seat. Some of us didn't even submit the resume. Some of us, God's been telling us to start a business for years and we've been falling short. Y'all, like, I knew I was supposed to start this podcast three years ago. If I dwelled on the fact that I didn't start it when God told me to start it back in 2015, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today. I can't sit there and dwell on it. God has already equipped me with everything that I need. So I know that I'm capable, which is number two. I know that I'm capable of producing great content, of changing lives and of 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 building this podcast to where it actually needs to be. But. I just I know that I know that I'm capable of that. So. <laughs> y'all like this is real life. I'm I'm losing. I lost my train of thought. But um, and you guys know, I don't I don't heavily edit these podcasts. I try to give y'all the real like as I'm as I'm discussing it with you. <laughs> so this is going to be one of those things when we're going to look back and be like, OK, what is she? What was she talking about again? OK, no. But. Here I go. Know that you know what you are capable of and know that God has already equipped you with everything that you already need. So some of the things that we're looking for are within us. And that brings me to my third point, which is how to get back up after you fall. Ways to get back up after you fall. The third way to get back up after you fall or fail is to realize that it's not always about you. Sometimes we are too busy laying in the floor, laying on the floor, wallowing in our own sorrow, feeling sorry for ourselves, feeling sorry for our situation, dwelling on our situation, believing that we're not capable of it, that we make it all about us. Too busy on the floor hiding, trying to pretend that everything is perfect and everything that is okay. Let me tell you guys, I was really good at pretending. (laughs) I was very good at pretending that everything was perfect and everything was okay. And we think that people are always thinking about us. We think that people are always worried about us. Sometimes we make the smallest situation about us. You know, if we if we're out and about and we see a woman looking at us crazy, we'll be like, you know, we make it about us. Oh, she must think, you know. She she was looking at me crazy. And it's like, what if that woman's just having a bad day? What if what if it's not even about you? What if it's something about her? <laughs> what if you had a red purse and a red purse triggers something in her? Why why does everything have to be always about us? And even when it comes to business, when it came to business, like I used to make it all about me, 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 me. And um I really got a lot of conviction. First of all, from my accountability partner and my coach, but also from God that it's not about me. You know, like there are people waiting for you to step out and use your gifts. There are lives that are waiting for you to step out so that they can be transformed. There are people waiting for you to become the person that you were destined to be. And it's not about you. It's about sometimes it's about those people. 
And I will never forget, um, I went on a business retreat shortly after I got married. And I remember my coach at the time saying to me, and not just me, I think she said this to everybody at the retreat, but I felt like it was like she was just saying this just to me, but she was like, you know, there's somebody who is going to have their car repossessed. There's somebody who's going to get divorced. There's somebody who may even lose their life all because you decided not to step out and use your gifts. And God was, was wanting to use you to influence them. Like how powerful is that? How powerful is it to know that our lives are not just about us? Like we don't have to be so selfish and self-centered, but that there are lives out there that we were meant and destined to change, that there are people out there that we were meant to touch. I don't know who's listening to this on the other side of this podcast, but even if just one person, if one person listens to this podcast and has a little bit more faith and decides that they're going to get up after they fall, that they're going to try one more time after they failed, you know, that regardless of how it may look, how it may seem, who's going to talk about them, who's going to look at them crazy, you know, they're going to stop pretending to be perfect and they're going to realize that it's not all about them and they're going to step into their destiny. If only one person does this, y'all, I've, I've succeeded. I've succeeded because I know that this podcast is not all about me. I know that I'm allowing God to use me to help other people. And that's always been my calling. Um, So I remember (laughs) lately, because I've been trying to get real clarity about where I'm going with my business, where I'm going with this podcast, um, and what I'm going to be doing moving forward to help my clients. I have been going through a lot of my old content um, and kind of just re-listening and re-kind of getting re-familiar with some of the concepts that I was previously teaching and kind of, you know, deciding what I should keep, what I shouldn't keep, what's been helping clients, what hasn't been helping clients. I've been reaching out to some of my old clients and getting some feedback and some testimonials and things like that. And um, one of the things that I realized is that, you know, One thing that I've always wanted to do for people was to give them hope, was to give them hope because when I was in my financial mess, y'all, I was financially hopeless. I was hopeless in general. I didn't have, I didn't have faith. I didn't have a lot of things. And sometimes all we need is just a little push. Um, Sometimes all we need is a little push. So that brings me to the fourth point which is the fourth way to get back up after you fall. And that is to realize that if you, that if you choose not to get up, you're going to stay in this mess. That um, if it's to be, it's up to me. So you will become exactly what you don't want to be if you stay exactly where you are. And I think it's someone that told, uh, one of my mentors told me that, you know, the, The person that you become is created by the habits you have today, the habits and the things and the decisions and the mindset that you have today and the things that you are doing today. So, 
you can't stay here. <laughs> you can't stay in the mess. You can't stay in this circumstance. You can't stay. Um, you know, I couldn't stay at that job. Once it was done, it was done. I couldn't stay away from business because this is my calling. God was always going to have this pull on my heart and this pull on my life. So I was never going to be able to quit. It, it, it was it was always going to come back to me. And, you know, I'm thankful that I did chose to, I did choose to get up because if I didn't, I would still be in the same mess. And. If you choose, if you choose not to get up, just remember you're going to be in the same mess. So it starts with a decision, a single decision to, to change your life. And that's one thing that I've always talked about with my clients is that what habits can we put into place? What decisions do we need to start changing? What decisions do we need to start making so that you can become the person that you were destined to be? So that brings me to my fifth point, which is how to get up um, after a fall. And the fifth point is that no one is coming to save you. No one's coming to save you. Um, you know, and that, that I think I said a little bit earlier, but if it's to be, it's up to me. Like, I think I talked about this in an earlier episode when I talked about, um, you know, how some women use a man as a financial plan and how I used to think that I had to wait for Prince Charming to come save me from my crazy life, from my crazy messed up financial situation, how I was just waiting for, um, Prince Charming to come rescue me on his white horse and take me away to happily ever after. And I realized that no one is coming to save me. I have got to be a part of my own rescue. I have got to be um, one of the persons, I have got to be one of the people who is actually going to implement these steps, who is actually going to take action towards my goals who is actually going to do the things that God has called me to do that I have to do that and not to say that that God doesn't give us tools and God doesn't give us um resources to help us but we actually do have to take actions on those we we actually do have to take the first step we actually do have to step out into Whatever it is that that is calling that God's calling us to do when it comes to business, I had to step back out to business. I had to step back out into accepting clients. I had to step back out into um, producing content. Uh, I had to start this podcast. I had to do all these things in order to to have my to live my my destiny to. So yeah, today's going to be a short episode. I'm definitely not going to hold you guys too long. Um, But I wanted to give you those tools because I know that sometimes we get in these circumstances where we feel like there's no way out and we feel like there's no, there's, there's like, like this is the end, right? Like this is always going to be where we are. We make these circumstances so much bigger than they need to be, so much bigger than us. And we don't realize our own power. We don't realize, you know, um, God's power to pull us through this. We don't realize that 
this is only temporary. This is only temporary that in five years we're going to look back on this moment and tell this story and laugh at it and and know that that was a lesson to propel us forward towards who we were destined to be. So um, just again, I'm going to go ahead and recap uh, what I was just talking about, which is the five ways to get back up after you fall. So the first way is to stop dwelling on the circumstance and stop making it bigger than um, we are, bigger than it is, giving it power. Just stop giving it power. The second thing is to know what we are capable of, know the tools that we are equipped with and know that everything that we need is already in us. The third way is to realize that it's not all about you. Um, And the fourth way is to realize that if we choose not to get up, we will stay in the same mess. And the fifth way to get back up after fall is to realize that no one is coming to save us, that we got to be a part of our own rescue. So um, thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to rate and subscribe on iTunes. Rate and subscribe, rate and subscribe. I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate all the love. Don't forget to sign up for our seven day prayer challenge. I've put it out there. So now I got to do it. And I'm just so thankful that God has given me this (laughs) vision that I'm going to carry through and be, um, consistent on. So that's mymoneymogul.com slash pray, mymoneymogul.com slash pray. And be sure to give me your feedback. Um, I know you know four to five people who could have listened to this information and who need to hear this episode. Um, So go ahead and share this out with them. Text it to them. Screenshot it. Share it on Facebook. Tag me on Instagram at MyMoneyMogul or on Twitter and uh, or Facebook, any of the social media. And I love y'all. I'm going to talk to y'all next week. Thank you.